Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 291, and I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, it's Matt, and what do I always say? I always say, and I'm pumped for the show. And you can tell how pumped for the show I am, Eric, because I'm red-faced, I'm sweating. That's how excited I am for the show. No external factors, no internal factors. It's just excitement for the show. And I'm excited. I said his name already. But he's here, the light bearer, the light bringer, the light bearer, bringer, the beast master, third shift. It's Eric. He's here with me, and he's going to start the show like we always start the show, by me asking him and him responding to me this question. Eric, what'd you do this week? How's how's the week been? What's the I, See, I blanked. I blanked for a minute, yeah. and then I just rambled a bunch of stuff. Tell me about the week. That, Let me there tell it you is. this. I'll tell you this first thing here, man. Is if we judge like how ready we are for a show every week, Man, I'm always there because you just said one of the factors is that you're red face. Well, I have a skin disease, so my face is always constantly red, which means I must be just ready for the show all the time, man. Just rocking and rolling. <laughs> so for those times that I'm red faced and sweating, uh-huh. those are the times you have a sunburn and the top of your head yes, is red. Exactly. That's when you're like, that's extra when I'm pumped. super just, pumped. Woo, that's when look you at know, it go. We're going through the roof, baby. All the way to the top. You're picking you're picking and flicking. Picking flesh flakes. right off the skin. Yeah. That means I've been camping. That means it's summertime. That means I'm happy mm-hmm. as a goose on the loose, baby. You know what I'm saying? That goose ain't got no restraints. It's eating babies, man. Eating babies. You know, that was the one good thing about today. <laughs> because speaking of gooses on the looses, I got out of my car and it was windy as hell. And those two geese that post up in the front pond there, they took off and they were just honking up a storm. Just both of them nonstop. <laughs> they were on the loose and that's how good they, <laughs> they felt. Were the they were like, we're on the loose, sucker. Check <laughs> us out. Woo! They were so free, probably pooping in the air. They didn't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? They weren't mm-hmm. decent geese. Absolutely. They were improper choppers flying over, dropping bombs all over the place. <laughs> but they were happy and they were enjoying their and lives. That's what matters. No that's what matters. Damn, look at them geese. They're having fun. Look at you. Wish I was flapping my wings, flying across the sky, honking all over the place. Man. Mm-hmm. But instead, I didn't do any of those things. I lived a life here in the real world of mortals and men. And uh, in the real world, did uh, not much anything, really, to be honest with you. Just kind of existed this week. Um, I did play, of course, some Elden Ring. But I'll I'll say, you know, I texted this, I did a little ch-ch-ch-ch, and I said, you know, the last two days, man, I get on, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do something. And I, I'm, I'm getting that feeling like I do with all them open world games where I go, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I can go up there, I guess. I don't know. Do I want to go up there? I'll go up there. Let's see what's up there. Oh, God. Uh, a monkey in the tree with a Bushido blade killed me. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's pretty tough. Let, let me go over here. Oh, man. These archers from five million miles, they were shooting me. Oh, they killed me. I don't know. What do I want to do? They're all, everyone's, everything's killing me. I don't know where I'm going. Do I even have a purpose? I don't know. I'm going to turn it off and go watch a show. Click. <laughs> now, I will say I do feel you because I'm getting to that point where there's so much stuff on the map that I'm like, when I go to this place, what am I going to do? Like, there's so much stuff I can do and then so much area that I haven't gone into, but it's all really hard. I do feel you because Some, sometimes I just look at that map and I go, ah, oh, geez. Like, I guess I could try this dungeon. And when I do, it's always 
better than the first time I found it, but it just feels overwhelming. Just after last week when we said, it's so great because there's always so much to do and so many mm-hmm. things. Now this week, it's like, oh, man, look at all the things to do. Oh, Jesus. It's too much. It's so much. Oh, man. And what am I really doing? And for me, it's starting to get to the point where I'm like, I was super excited, you know, like uh, I told you the witch, Rena or whatever, you know, she was like, oh, go find my minions, go do things. And I think it actually hurt me because it was like story. And I went, oh, I love story. I love actually knowing. And it kind of opened my eyes. I don't even know what's happening in this game. I have no idea what any of this stuff is. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, wait a minute, Eric, you've been just like in this game like crazy. And I have no clue about this game. Like, <laughs> now, I'll give you that because I have that feeling too. Like, I've watched a few YouTubers that talk about the backstory. So I know, like, some, but not a lot. But we have to remember what we talked about at the start of the year, Eric. Does it matter if you don't know the story if you had a bunch of fun doing what you're doing? Did you have a bunch of fun? Have you had I a was. ton of fun oh, playing this game? But uh, it's the fun's going away, man. It's getting too hard. It's getting hard. I acknowledge that, but don't say, like, I feel bad because I don't know anything that happened. It doesn't matter what happened or if you know anything about it because you did have 60-some hours oh, yeah. of pure fun and bliss and, and greatness and joy. Yeah, so far, yeah, 60-something hours of awesomeness. And I still love the game, but like I said, it's just I'm starting to get on there and have that feeling like I do whenever I try to play Breath of the Wild and, the, and Fallout and those games where I'm like, uh, I don't know where I'm going to go. Oh, crap. What do I do? Eh. Decisions and quit. I'll go watch an anime and read a book. And I'm like, no, no. No, 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 no. You have invested way too much time into this game and you enjoy it. You got. You need to finish this. And that's when I was like, maybe I should just golden path this before, before my brain starts to turn against me and tell me, you know, otherwise. But uh, at the same time, I think, and I go, dude. Like you said, when I log on, there's just tons of little houses and little caves you can see on the map that I haven't touched yet. And I'm like, there's all those unexplored caves, all those unexplored things. Just go keep doing what you were doing. Just go to them. And the only thing that's stopping me is, like I said, I'm starting to get to areas that are not forgiving. It's like every place I go to now is like Khalid, where it's like, hey... Just look away for one second. Look at what that Twitch stream is. Oh, you're you're dead. You died. You're dead. And I'm like, oh man, I don't. I like the challenge, but man, I don't want to sit here and have to struggle, bus. Even just every mob, everywhere I go, what the hell? Take some time. Go back to Liurnia. Go back to, you know, some other places that we've been and find that hidden stuff, because that'll be challenging for that area, or at least it's something you can. Not breeze through, maybe, I mean, maybe breeze through, but it'll give you something to just be like, all right, I cleared that out. That that marker on the map, put a red X on it because I did that thing. Because I'm, I'm somewhat in the same boat. I want to explore all around Kalid, and I did, and I found this little castle thing, and I went, all right, cool, I'm going in there. Oh, there's just bats in here. No problem. One shot. Out one shot from every single thing in there. Because they do crazy, weird, like, sonic damage mm-hmm. that's just, they'll grab you and then scream in your face and you're instantly dead. And I live through a ton of stuff. I'm the beefy tank build guy. Instantly dead from those things. And I went, all right, it's fine. I'm sure there's two of them in there. I can take out one, cautiously, cautiously take out the other. 
There's a room of like five more deep in there, and they all one shot. <sighs> so I feel you on the yeah the difficult thing, and well, I'm there's I mean there's a grace point there, so I'll, I guess I'll always know where it is. But mm-hmm. I'm terrified of finding something that's like that, and there won't be a grace point next to it, and it'll just it's gone forever. Well, even with the grace point, it can be gone forever because I don't know if you look at my map, Matt. My map is nothing but grace points. Like, yeah, mine's getting there. Like you said, go back to Lunaria or Limgrave or whatever. I can't even see anything anymore. It's just grace points everywhere. With all their little flingers. Yeah, a million grace points from all the caves I found, all the extras I found, all the main golden path stuff I found. And that's where that's why I started to go further and further because I was like, I can't find anything anymore because my whole map's just covered in grace points already. And that's the other problem is a few of those I ha- I wasn't able to beat. So I was like, all right, well, I got the grace point. I can come back. I can't come back. I don't know which of those I've done or not done. There's too many. There's a billion of them. I have no idea which of those I've actually successfully completed anymore. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, that was a great idea that I could just come back to these, but I didn't mark them specially. So now they're just there. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I've done that one. That really sucked to go waste 20 minutes and then find out I actually beat it. Uh, yeah, we won't do that. We'll just go do something new. Screw it. Go find something new. But either way, the game's still great. It's awesome. It's it's amazing. And uh, maybe just also something to do with it. It's just, of course, you know, the quarter and real life stuff going on. I'm like, ah, going back into my just, I just vegetate and stare at a wall and let life go until all the sadness is over. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now I can play games and have fun again. So that might be a little part of it, too. Plus, of course, something we'll talk about later, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, you know, we got a little bit in that, so I, it's just been chomping at my brain, just, hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, hey. So, like, nothing's measuring up right now because I just want that flavor in my mouth. I want it. So stuff's taking a backseat. I did a little bit of Lost Ark, as I always do with my uh, brother and cousin-in-law, I should say, not brother-in-law. And once again, having fun of that, but uh, just cruising, just kind of something to pass time with him. And that's it. It's what I've done besides, like I said, the tinies, which we'll talk about in a bit. What about you? Well, in the real world front, I did fun things. You did no fun mm-hmm. things. I did the fun things. I went and saw Hamilton over at the Wharton Center again just two nights ago. Goddamn, that show is phenomenal. I love it. I listened to the soundtrack again at work today. I put my headphones in. What a fun and fantastic show. But it's just it's just like the best. I went last time and I went, gosh, I hope I enjoy this as much as I did the first time that that I saw it. That Literally, I looked over at mom sitting next to me after the first number and we both went, wow. And then we're just blown away. I was just as blown away the second time. You know, a whole new cast, you know, a new touring company and everything. Mm-hmm. They were phenomenal. Like the women especially were just like, blowing you away i can't even i can't even speak coherently about it because it was so amazing something else i may not be able to speak coherently about who knows what do i always do i always go see go to the theater or i go to the movies this time i went to the musical theater at the movies over the weekend because they had a special presentation of anything goes which was recorded like in london earlier in the year or last year like a a video you know movie recording of the stage show and that was a ton of fun. Completely different. It's completely like a zany, wacky comedy of all these characters on this cruise ship. All kinds of crazy stuff going on. That was a ton of fun, too. It was a little weird, though, 
from seeing so many shows like live and in person and close up now because I can buy the good tickets, you do get that sense of it. But since you're watching a screen, it's not like real, mm-hmm. you know, like when you see a dance number or a big song in person, it hits you like your actual human body. So that wasn't there, but it was still a ton of fun. I recommend it. If Fathom Events has bring that to your theater, go see it because it was a blast on the video game front. Did play a little bit more Elden Ring, but not as much as I have wanted to. I just feel like I've been super busy, always running around, finding new things, doing new dungeons, finding stuff in places I didn't know, the impossible bats in this weird castle thing. I found the big sleepy dragon that had all his little dragonlings around it. That's right next to the impossible bat castle. I don't know. I may be a little bit in the same boat as you of just... I do want to finish it because I feel like if I don't, I'll never will. But I have so much fun exploring that I don't want to lose out on exploring all these new areas by just rushing through to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Also been playing a little bit of Jeanne d'Arc on my Vita at lunches. Not much to say about it. It's a lot of fun. Something I do have a lot to say about, and most of it might wait for what you play in Third Shift, is Metroid Dread. I had a day off this week. I played Metroid Dread pretty much like nonstop. I, I played my Animal Crossing and I went, okay, I'm I'm kind of starting to doze, but I don't know. I'm not feeling that great. That's why I had the day off. All right, let me start up some dread and I'll I'll do like, I'll uncover the next area or I'll do a couple rooms. And I played it all day and I beat it. And it was, it was awesome, but so frustrating in certain areas. How far have you gotten in that? Oh, not far. Uh, I've beaten two of the Eddies. So that's about where I am. The second one I beat, and then I went in a little bit in the next environment, and that's where I stopped. Typical Eric. You don't even know what the Emmys are called. I don't oh know my what they're God. called. I can't even talk to you about this freaking <laughs> game. But it was it was a ton of fun, and I've realized, and I know you're going to interject with something here when after I say this. I realized playing this, I'm a crazy person. Like I'm 100% a crazy person because on that map – Every place you go, it's highlighted. Mm-hmm. Every place your character like hasn't gone, the pixels on the giant box of a map, they are not highlighted. Mm-hmm. So as I was, I did get, not like lost, but it was one of those things where, hey, go try and find a way to do a thing. I went, okay, I'm going to go through the area I just went through and go back to the other one. And somewhere in there, my brain, instead of looking at the screen, I looked at the map up in the corner where you can see the unhighlighted pixels. And it was like Mario Paint or one of those games where you like cover the most area. I was like, since I don't know where I'm going anyway, I'm going to go through all these rooms that have, you know, blank areas in them. And I'm just paint brushing. I got the, uh, the space jump screw attack, all the classics. Oh, that's so it's, it's classics, yeah. So I was just jumping through every room and filling out literally, not literally every room because I didn't get to all of mm-hmm. them. But I went through like four areas and now they're just... Completely nice and beautiful. Uh-huh. And it wasn't all, you know, I'm trying to find what to do. Because at one point, I found the thing and I went, okay, I can go back up there. But there's a lot of hot rooms in here that I couldn't get in before. Get in the hot rooms. Crawl in the lava. I don't care. I'm filling it out. Uh-huh. Filling it out. I'm painting that fence. Do, 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 do. And then I went and actually beat the game and it was a lot of fun. There's stuff I loved and loved and loved in that game, but there's stuff I just don't like at all. So it's a it's a mixed bag for me. If you want to hear more about it, check out what you play in Third Shift. I'll spoil the whole game for Eric. <laughs> Screw it. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much it for me this week, except for it's time for video game releases. And in this case, 
We did what I am shocked doesn't happen more often. We both picked the same game. Yeah, we did. Gosh, and I, I was like, man, I should maybe last second try to change it up. Uh, Crystar came out, you know, for the Switch. That's a game that's been out for a long time. And I was like, maybe I could go figure that one out. Cause, and I went, nah, I don't. It's it's quarter and I ain't going to try to redo this. It's too late. It's like 10 minutes for me to try to go look this thing up. <laughs> and I, I had such a miserable time at work today. That one break that I got, I sat down for a minute and I went, oh, crap, I don't have a release. So that's what I did in like the 10 minutes there. And I went, okay, that's easy. He won't get this. It's a Devolver digital game. He never talks about smaller stuff like this. Weird West, I got this. Boot up show notes. Weird West, fine. It's too late. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. It's happening. And the reason it's happening is because this game has been in everybody's mouth. It's been talked about all over. Everyone's talking about this is going to be such a hype game. Everyone wants to get on board. And you're right. Usually I don't really pay too much attention. I follow Devolver Digital and I do watch their stuff. But mm-hmm. it's it's usually games where I'm like, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. And this one is probably in that same boat, Matt, <laughs> except for it's on Game Pass for free. True. So I'm like, well, that's more than it would be cool because I can literally just push a button and actually go play this one for a bit. And it is kind of funny because... It has been in everybody's mouths, and that's what the reviews that I saw said. Everybody's so hyped for this game. This is one of those games where I saw the like the reveal trailer, and I went, I mean, it looks cool, but oh well. So I was not hyped at all for this game. Read the reviews, saw all the cool stuff. Now I am hyped for this game, so I am glad that it's free on Game Pass because they sold me. Just like the few reviews that I saw, I watched three reviews, and one of them was a negative one. And I just went, no, I don't care what you say. That looks really cool. So it's in my mouth now. It wasn't It wasn't in my mouth or my brain or my, my hype train at all. Now it is. Here it is. Weird West. Weird West, developed by Wolf Eye Studio. Of course, published by Devolver, as we already said. It's out on PS4, Xbox, of course, with the Game Pass and PC. Now, I'll tell you, Matt, Weird West. All right, it's in Wild West. You got me. I like Wild West stuff. Mm-hmm. Werewolves. Cult members, witches, undead, vampires, strange things happening. You got me. I like those too. RPG. I like RPGs. I'm involved. I'm on board. All right. Five unique characters done up in a really cool, fun way where you're like in some weird, super secret cult thing. And then you just go possess the minds of these characters, which, uh, you know, kind of tells you like how it all came to be and stuff. That was really neat. And then on top of that, not only do you play as these characters in these sections and level them up and get appropriate skills and stuff, but then you, like the core, whatever you are, I'd see, see that I don't even know. Mm-hmm. It was just, you play these characters, but then your overall yourself, you can unlock perks as you go through. So even though when you jump from this chapter, you're to playing the next. This, this, you go to the next one, yeah, you, your, your spirit or whatever can still carry over some perks, even though they have a completely different loadout, completely different skills, completely you different You have to level else. up while you do their story, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And of course, what was it? It was uh, you play as like the gunslinger looking for the husband. You got the werewolf trying to figure something out. You got the pig man trying to find his lover or whatever it is. I can't remember anymore, to tell you the truth. Oh, was it the pig man? They didn't go into details on the ones I saw, but there's like some weird, like gaunt looking guy, like some preacher man yep, looking you thing. Got the, the cult member and then uh, one other. It's just so five, one. like really bizarre, unique characters. Oh, the the uh, the Native American. That's okay, the other yeah. one, the fifth one. 
And you're on uh, its own unique story for each of them, and you'll meet the characters along the way that team up with you to give you that whole RPG feeling. But here's the stick. Here's the only thing that's bugging me about this game is it's a twin-stick shooter type game. Mm-hmm. So whilst it's got the RPG elements, you know, you got your skills, you're unlocking, putting things in, you're putting weapons and loadouts and things like that all together. Really fun, really cool, crazy unique stories going on, you know, with, from what I hear, awesome writing, makes it look really good. Not a lot of voice acting, though, which from what I hear is kind of a negative, but, you know, oh, well, if the story's good, the story's good. I don't really care. Correct. But the twin stick shooting thing, I hate that type of fighting. I hate it. It's because you're thinking of fast-paced like Geometry Wars. When you watch the gameplay of it, it can be fast, but you have the slowdown feature too. So if you want to slow it down and then click. I mean, I literally saw a guy do it. He slowed it down and went click, 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 and then three heads popped, and it was over. So He, he fallout fall out bullet timed it. Yeah. I was just going to say, and you that's just brought that's me back. It, essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what brought me back. Because at first, I immediately was like, oh, really cool, really cool. But nah, I'm never going to play it. I don't like that type of combat. And then they went, but watch this. And then slow fall. Heads were popping. People were falling. Enemies going down. And I went, oh, okay. I can do that. That's fine. I'm excited now. And see, something that did turn me off at first was the five characters with their own storylines, and then you jump between them. Mm-hmm. But then the reviews all also said, yeah, when you switch to that other character, though, if you go out into the world, you can find that other character, and they can join your party, because you can have two NPC characters that come with you. Mm-hmm. The other thing they said was that you know you can affect things in one of these stories, and then they will still carry over into the second one, too. So maybe you influence this guy, and you took everything from him, and you left him for dead, now, in the second story, he's this notorious bandit. Now, he's wanted. The way that the story interacts with itself and your choices and the people you save can come back and help you in these big battles, they'll mm-hmm. just randomly show up. Or people you screwed over will randomly show up for the other side because they know you're coming in to have this big battle. Well, so just pulling all the strings and interlocking all the links, that is what sold me, sold me. Yeah, and on top of that character interaction that really, once again, like you said, got me going, it was also the fact that you get that traditional RPG, do I want to be noble, a bandit, a bastard, you know, whatever the case may be, those choices and those actions also affect you. So if you go in and you're like, I really want a lot of money, so you start robbing banks at night trying to be sneaky, but, you know, stuff goes down. Well, you do that a few times, all of a sudden, you're wanted. Now enemies are going to, you know, not enemies, they were friends. Now they're going to all start hunting you and vice versa. If you take a noble path and you're always doing the right thing by everybody, you'll start to get this honorable thing where people willingly give you things and want to help you out. And I'm like, I love that when your choices in a game can kind of affect how people treat you throughout the different villages, etc. And speaking of a choice in a game that gets your motor running, one thing that always does it for me is if there's a stealth system and you aren't required to kill people. The devs have said you can go non-lethal in this game and sneak around and knock somebody out, knock them out drag yeah. the body around the corner, knock out the next guy, do the same thing. If you can have a pile of knocked out dudes from the stage all in one little closet room that you all stuffed them in, that is, it's the sweetest little cherry on top of the sundae. It's my entire cup of tea. It's all the things that describe something you really love. That's what that is. So that makes me so excited on top of all the other things we've said that get me excited just to know that 
you can do this like however you want. You can go in guns blazing. You can be a bastard. You can be noble. You can go around sneaky poo and just knocking people out and not killing a single person through this whole giant adventure you're going on. That's nuts. It's insane and I love it. And they said that uh, it doesn't affect, well, by killing people that shouldn't or didn't have to be killed, you can affect the noble status and stuff. Right, right, But right. in general, killing people or just knocking them unconscious, it won't affect the story. You'll be able to play through and have a great time with both ways. And on top of all that, you don't gain XP through, through killing. You gain XP through doing the quest, handling business. So if you do decide to do like you liked, where you just stealth everybody, you don't kill a single thing in the whole game, it isn't going to penalize you like a lot of other games do where now you got to go grind in some corner a bunch of wolves or boars because you mm. want to stay noble, but you need XP. No, no, no. This one rewards you in a different way, so you don't got to even worry about it. You'll still level up just like you would with anything you're doing, and you can just play the way you like, which is for me is stealth until I'm caught, then kill. That's mm. always the way I like to do it. I always go in trying to be sneaky and having a good time, but if I get caught, oh, well, all right. I had, I had fun, tried it, boom, 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 let's finish it up. So we're obviously both super high on it. The only few negatives I've heard were, you ta- you mentioned it, the lack of voice acting, although there is a narrator for like the big key scenes. My hair is awesome. But the only other thing I've heard is that there are some bugs that kind of crop up here and there. But if you're used to big games like this, like Fallouts and stuff, you have crashes, you have bugs, you have quick save and quick load button for a reason. So the few negatives I've heard do not put me off this game at all. But all the positives that I've heard put me on the game 100%. So I'm very excited for Weird West. And I'm excited that it's free. I can try it out mm-hmm. literally whenever I want on my Xbox or my PC. What a great time. Exactly. And of course, since we're going to stay on free, Matt, let's go ahead and talk about the PlayStation Plus games coming in April. I know we don't typically mention them. It's like a blue moon when we do. But today I was looking it up and it was fresh. And I said, you know what? Why don't we mention them? It's coming out April 5th. You can go ahead and get Slay the Spire. Really good game. Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. Don't really know about it. Whatever. Now, okay. Hood, Outlaws, and Legends I've heard is good, Mm -hmm. but you can't just breeze over Slay the Spire by saying it's a pretty good game. game. It's one of those games that is the... (laughs) I literally had to delete it so I wouldn't play it all the time. If you love roguelikes or deck builders, if you love pulling strings and, and pinching all the little buttons and pulling all the stuff it's incredible it's so much fun and so deep every daily challenge runs you could build your own decks and oh my god it's insanity it's getting something like that for free i already got it for free from game pass it's just like it's like you ordered a slice of cake and they gave you 10 layers of cake it's amazing it's a game i've wanted to try but never did so you know maybe this will be the time i finally do it even though i've already had it for free like you said on game pass We'll see, but the game, the one we all need to talk about, the one no, it's get SpongeBob out of, no. SquarePants Battle get for Bikini Bottom, refluxed, reduxed, replunged, whatever the hell the nomenclature is for it. Come on, people, you can get it now. The game everyone's been waiting for, some SpongeBob. I mean, apparently it was a big hit back in the day mm-hmm. because when the remaster was announced, everybody was like, "Yeah, we've been waiting for this for years." And I went, "Oh, well, I mean, that's great for you." I appreciate that. So if you are one of those people, one of those, you know, them, what do they call them? Millennials? Like yeah, a, millennials. Yeah, uh, it's got it. I, see, I went even nicer than what you were going to go. I was going to, but now you said it. Now you're the bad guy. I'm not a bad guy. It's the truth. We we were already grown men working. I was at war when people were watching SpongeBob thinking it was the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. I don't, I, 
cartoons weren't my thing at that point anymore. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Oh. Jeez, oh, Pete's. So if you enjoyed it, Shay, it's out there for you. But we're not even done. There's more free stuff. Nintendo also was like, hey, everybody. You know, remember that thing? If you're a subscriber, we was giving you, like, NES games and Super Nintendo games. That, and we just kind of don't do it anymore. But once in a while, we do. Well, hey, you want Dig Dug 2, Mappy Land, maybe Earthworm Jim 2? Now you got them. I don't know. Dig Dug 2 is actually not bad. I've never heard of Mappy Land in my life. And I, of course, know Earthworm Jim. I played that and beat that one, but I never played Part 2 because also at that time, I think I had moved on to the, you know, PlayStation and everything else. I was over the Super Nintendo. I think for me, Earthworm Jim was always, it was something that was fun, but it was always too gross. Yeah. Mappy Land I've heard of, and I was going to look it up so I could talk about it, but I know that I know what Mappy Land is, but I can't pull it up right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And Dig Dug is one of those games and like franchises that I want to be super hardcore into, like people are with Pac-Man. Because anytime I see it or I see some Dig Dug played, it just excites me for some reason. Like I remember being a kid and seeing Dig Dug machines like at the movie theater going, oh man, it's Dig Dug and playing some Dig Dug. And I was always terrible at it. But now that I'm an adult, I could be good at it. And I want to be good at it because it's that, it's Dig Dug, man. Um, How do you not love Dig Dug? It's a classic. Just it is a classic. So yeah. now you can play them and have a good time on the Switch with it. Will I? Honestly, no. Of course not. I have way too many games to go play. And plus, I, I hate to say it, but my Switch is, it sits there and it just doesn't get the love it needs, man. No, I'm wagging my finger at you. He right? is. He's sad. He's mad. I don't know. Because that day when you the day you just described earlier in the episode mm-hmm. when you get on you're like oh we'll play smelden ring and you open up a map and you go oh i don't know what to do now you know what to do you need to turn on that goddamn switch and play some fucking dig dug don't watch stupid anime about you know some guy who's in a harem with 15 girls again oh, but or, they're so or prin- fun. princess makeup barbie wonderland oh. don't watch that stuff for once in your life turn on your switch Play some Dig Dug too. Maybe play some Metroid Dread also, and then you can or talk about it with your best buddy. Or maybe finish up Fire Emblem, and you know, I mean, that's too big. That's too much. Play oh, Metroid Dread. It was like ten hours. It's fine. Shim, you can do it. Shin ten say five. Right? Too much. Uh, you can't do it. That's why you're afraid to turn your switch on. I am you're gonna afraid. see big giant I'm games standing in your face, going, "You haven't beaten us, idiot!" <laughs> look at us. Uh, oh, you put twenty seven hours into me. Oh, you look twenty two hours into me. You don't want to play me no more. Yes, I understand. I've wasted a lot of time. Oh, I hate you guys. Just play Dread. It was ten hours. I got sixty percent of the items. It went, went like this. Well, as I just told you, I'm already, what, three hours through, so, you know. It's, You're most of the way through it. Gotta, there you go. Six, seven more hours, and it's over. It's all. Gosh, bless. So, go get them. Go pick them up. Those games are available for you if you have those platforms, and you're subscribed on the PlayStation Network, of course. And speaking of the PlayStation Network, it finally happened. They finally announced the the next levels of PlayStation Plus. You know, for at least three years... I don't know how long Games Pass has been around, but I know this has happened for at least three years. Every now and then, I'll go on Twitter, and I'll go on the trending tab, and it'll say, trending in gaming, PlayStation Plus. And I go, oh boy, they must have hiked up their rates again, and everyone's mad. No, for three years, it's been, oh, PlayStation Plus is new thing. There's hints, there's reveals, there's rumors. If they're going to call it Spartacus, and it's going to have seven different levels, and you're going to get free games all the time. It's finally actually been really announced by PlayStation, like on the PlayStation blog, boom, there it is. There are going to be three different levels with all kinds of games you can get at all kinds of different levels. So their answer to Game Pass has finally come, at least to some degree. And I figured, 
it's news that's three years in the making, or however many gosh damn years in the making. We got to talk about it. We do got to talk about it. But there's also like no details on the actual game, so there's not much to so talk about. So it won't be too long, but still, we got to go with it. All right, and we'll start there. PlayStation Plus Essential, that is the the minimum. That is where you start. That is what you have already. If you already subscribe to PlayStation Plus, that's where you're going to be. You get the exclusive discounts. You get the two monthly downloadable games, cloud storage, of course, online multiplayer access. Okay, so boom, that's what we've been doing. That's what you get, and it stays the same price. It's fifty nine ninety nine yearly, and if you do anything else about that, you're a fool, so I'm not even going to bring it up. You're just a fool. <laughs> a fool. That's fair. I'll give you that. Next level, which is, again, where we get into the point where we don't really know what's going to be there, mm-hmm. but it is kind of exciting in its own way. PlayStation Plus Extra, this is the direct Xbox Game Pass competitive level. You get all the all the essential stuff. So you still get your two free games or two or three or four or five or how many Whatever you decide that time. All the online access and stuff. But then, quoting the PlayStation blog right here, it adds a catalog of up to 400 asterisk of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from PlayStation Studios catalog of third-party partners. And they are downloadable for play. So depending on the games here, this could be phenomenal. Because they do say specifically PS5 games in there too. Yes. All those $70 games that you're shelling out and not putting in all your hours in, or maybe that's just me. Instead of, I'm going to go buy Returnal and hopefully I like it. I'm going to go buy Deathloop because it looks cool. Whatever day it is, maybe they do start having day one stuff. They won't just start though. They did announce that there will be no day one PlayStation games coming. Jim Ryan had an interview, I guess, post the whole thing. So there will be no day ones, period. He said it just isn't in the cards for them. Uh, that doesn't make them the money. They they wouldn't be able to provide the game as it should be with that with that in mind. So just so everybody's aware. But Returnal apparently, I guess, slipped up as one of them that will be included. So you will get Returnal. So it'll be like stuff that's like six months to a year. I, I suspect we'll see some of that come. But yeah, the fresh hots, no. And that had everybody stirred up because, of course, like, well, well, Game Pass does day in, day, you know, of the hot first party titles. Mm-hmm. But PlayStation said they just can't do that. It's not going to happen. I can't do it because of the, the money gesture that I'm making right yes. now. Yes. And that's exactly it. He was honest about it. He did say it because of the money we need to make the quality of game that you expect from PlayStation. We wouldn't be able to do it, blah, 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 blah. Yes, I know. <laughs> wouldn't be able to. You mean you don't want to, but you don't that's want fine. To. Exactly. Because there are a lot of PlayStation Studio games that I just don't play. I don't play Horizon. Hey, now I can download, at some point, Horizon Forbidden West and go, wow, Eric, you were right about this game. Because that's one that I'm not going to get right now. Uh-huh. If you're interested in those games and you just want to try them out, Fourteen ninety nine a month, pop it up to that extra tier for a month. You can try out all the games you want, biggity baggity boom. Depending on what that library is made up of, yeah. Or you just pay the ninety nine ninety nine a year for it, and then you just have them for over four hundred titles. And I'll say this: downloadable for play. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Not streaming. Yeah. Downloadable. You pop it in. It's for you to play with. I like that. That does that does sound enticing to me. Yeah, true, because when you get to the next part, which is the streaming, that's the thing I've always mm-hmm. I've always been scared or shy of, just because, hey, what if the internet sucks today? Well, if it's downloadable, it's there on my console right now. I can mm-hmm. just play it. Exactly. Now, taking that into consideration, 400 plus games with the medium bracket, you also got to get into the last one, Matt, the big dog one, all right? PlayStation Plus Premium. This is where it's at. All right, this previous one we just talked about didn't sell me. The downloadable thing was cool, but 
I already complain constantly. I'm never going to play these games. I don't have time for it. All the new games coming out. But this one <clears throat> provides, of course, all the benefits from the essential and the extra tiers. But guess what? Adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games via the cloud streaming, which we will talk about. A catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. And that one, I was like, oh my gosh, now we're getting into some classics. We're getting into the old school. We're getting into the memories. And of course, beyond that, time-limited game trials. Here's the other one. Time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier so customers can try select games before they buy. Now, this sounds amazing, but it is definitely, as we said, a wait and see. Because if this is what I imagine it, which is all their big titles that come out. They're going to give you a demo, a you know, two-hour, one-hour game trial. Hey, go ahead and play it. Go ahead and play an hour or two of it and see what you think. That's awesome to me because there's a ton of games I get hyped over, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to play this game. I love it. And then I go, yeah, it was good, but I'll get back to it, and then I wasted my money, and then I don't beat it. With this tier, in theory, if it's what I'm hoping it is going to be, I'll just be able to always try the next big game. All right, here's the here's the first hour of the next big game. Like with Strangers of Paradise, I was not going to play that. I was not going to touch it. I was like, nah, 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 ain't my ain't my thing. Got a demo of it. I love it. I'm itching to play it. I want to play it. This this one is what kind of got me. I agree with you because we have done a show all about this game trials. Because when they were talking about doing it in the UK, we did a show about it mm-hmm. and how we both love the game trial ideas. I think it's phenomenal. But I have a feeling, you know, I mean, what if you get a game trial of the hot new day one game and it, and you don't like it, then Sony's out $70 that they could have just gotten from you for a game you're eventually going to hate anyway. So I feel like that's, you're going to get that six to 12 months down the road. Oh, here's, here's the last of us three game trials. Now, now finally available, y'all. It's hey, been out for hey, six months, but hey, hey, here you go. Hey, because if you start it and you don't like it, then that's not our money. But anyway. Backing it up to the classic stuff, mm-hmm. that will always have my attention because there are so many games that either I loved and played and would love to play again, but I don't want to hook up my dusty-ass, half-busted PS2, or games that I wanted to play back in those days, and I never did. How am I going to do it? I got to hook up that dusty-ass PS2 and go buy an overpriced copy off of eBay that probably has scratches and... Ends up warping. Yeah. But here, if... There's a big, wide selection available. I mean, PSP titles, if you could play that on your PS5 instead of having to use your Vita, which I love my Vita, but to play it on the big screen, that would be super awesome too. So this does get me excited. I don't think I'll jump up to the fully full-on tier, at least until we know more info. Mm -hmm. But the possibility of what's offered here does excite me. Yeah, it does excite me. Now, you said Vita, though. It didn't include Vita. And a lot of people have been talking about that. PS3, I understand, because everybody knows there was all the complications with those games and how they were made. And But the Vita, I don't understand. Why is the Vita not in there? I'm holding up a finger. That's why. That's why, Eric. How do you do front and rear touchscreens on the Vita? That's why the PlayStation mm, right, TV didn't right. support all the Vita games. Yeah, Because if right. you had too much touch stuff, you couldn't do it right. Mm-hmm. But that would be incredible, and then they'd be able to shut down the Vita store like they tried to do a couple years ago and everybody said, get bent. It has a lot of potential. I mean, I'll mention it again. I especially love the idea of playing PSP games on the big screen. If I could Uh play Gen Dark on the big screen 
and just sit on my nice comfy couch and eat potato chips like a madman and not have to worry about greasing up my beautiful little Vita. That'd be kind of cool. Final Fantasy War of the Lions or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be my next Vita game, and I'm going to be looking at it on this little tiny screen. I mean, it's a big, beautiful screen, but relatively tiny one instead of, bam, it's on Uh the TV. There's a lot of potential. Just a lot of potential for this. I hope they do it right, but like you, I will stay on Essential until I see every single game and every single thing they're doing. I will just sit back and wait because I'm in no hurry. I already have tons of games to play and things to do. But if they do everything I'm hoping they do, I will definitely get the PlayStation Plus Premium, and I will be on board with that higher $119.99 a year, which is on par with what you already pay for your Xbox Game Pass currently anyway. I am excited for this to come out because I mentioned on the show a lot, I love going on Game Pass and just seeing what's there. If I can also do that on my PS5 now, I don't feel like Elden Ring today. I'm kind of stuck on this. I don't feel like digging something out of the backlog. What's next? Oh, look at this indie game. Look at this thing. Look at this PlayStation 2 game that I always wanted to get back into. And you can you can just, bam, download it and play it. I might hop on board with this. Who knows? Just depending on that selection. Because it is so much fun to do on Game Pass right now. I want to have that fun on every console. I want to be able to do that on Nintendo consoles. But PlayStation is doing it. Boom, here you go. We'll see. It's a wait and see. Comes out, what was it? June is when they're implementing it. Stay awake, stay alive, stay listening, because we're going to hear more about it probably right before it launches. Then, of course, once it does, you'll see everything. But until then, c'est la vie, PlayStation. We'll see you in a few months. But you're going to see your PlayStation tomorrow, because you and I oh, that's are right. going to continue <laughs> to play Wonderlands. What would the show be if we didn't talk about Wonderlands? But here's a sad story. Because we we were so hyped for it. We jumped on. We made our characters. We got into that world. And then we couldn't play the rest of the night. I mean, we couldn't play co-op, that which was the whole point Mm -hmm. of the whole thing. And that was sad. But what wasn't sad was all the times before that. Because I said this on the Whatcha Plan, so those of you on the Patreon, you've heard this before. When we're in that world, shooting our guns, running around, fighting skeletons, I looked over and I saw your character running and I heard you going, <laughs> or whatever. And my brain and my heart synced up and they went, this is it. This is what we do. This is home. This is how it's supposed to be on a Friday night, mm-hmm. drinking some beers, playing this colorful, beautiful game, shooting stuff and having fun. I was in the zone. I was at home. This mm-hmm. was the return to form of third shift, you and me. It was. It was glorious. It was beautiful. The graphics, everything, just right up to snuff. Brings you right back into the Borderlands world, but now it's even more colorful because you're in the Bunkers and Badass edition, which has all the wonderful medieval tropes and things going on that you'd imagine. You got Tiny Tina always in your ear here. And yes, we are in the very beginning of the game because, as Matt said, Shift was just having a hell of a time keeping up with all the players wanting to play. So we got to the overworld map, and that's where it crashed, and and it would not let us back in. We tried and tried and tried. Turns out it ended up being like an entire night and even some of the morning before they were able to get things smoothed over. So it wasn't in the cards. We weren't going to be able to play any more beyond that. But what we did do was have an awesome time and start to learn what the hell's going on. Tiny Teens explaining things. Uh, Ribula, you know, whatever his mm-hmm. name was. Yeah. Fun, silly character, you know, our first little mini boss, whatever, to get to the Dragon Lord, and, and who, who was, of course, obviously released and put back out in the world. 
I will just say, I immediately started searching. I did it. I started searching mm-hmm. for the secrets. You, did. you started searching for the secrets, and we found one, Matt. We found the die rolls. You don't know what you can get one through twenty. It's you know, you might you might get something great. You might get nothing. But then I got even more excited because when I hit it, it said one of four. And I went, oh, mm-hmm. it even lets me know that there's three more secrets for this son of a gun in this level. That is perfect. Now I don't even have to guess and then give up because we maybe that was it. We just don't know. No, I can go, no, man. No. We are not leaving because there is one more die in this area. Correct, yep. Get to searching. Drink another beer and get to searching. Those were those beautiful moments. And I found the two podcasts, the echo logs of the game, mm-hmm. where we were just, all right, I got to search this house. And it just felt right because, I mean, we always do this, but nobody was pressuring anybody to go, hey, I got to check this house. Oh, okay, hang on. And when you found the die, it was that beautiful moment because I was searching a house and you went, oh, I hear it in my head said, ah, they did it, Matt. They did it. Get your ass over here behind this waterfall. It was the the perfect encapsulation of why I love playing these games, especially with you, because we're both on the same wavelength. We're doing the things. We're finding the secrets. We appreciate the secrets we find. When we find it, one of us is super excited. Come here, come here, come here. We got, I got it, I got it. Oh, it's your turn to roll. It's my turn to roll. Get a, get a good number. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I'm getting excited just thinking I about know, it and talking about it right now. Like, oh, yeah. God, I want to do it. And then, of course, <laughs> Mental Mars broke the news. That I, not no, only, I didn't even read it. All oh, I saw was the know. headline. Uh, no. There are there are things <laughs> oh to find. I, don't, I went, I can't click on this. No, he's going to show they, me too but many. But they listened no. to the show. That's the thing. They listened to the show, and they they heard us about Borderlands 3. They just heard the sadness in our hearts mm-hmm. that they'd left out a certain thing. And then they went, we got you, Third Shift. I know we hate you, and I know we just ignore you constantly. <laughs> but we listen. And they did. They did listen. And- by golly, there's a thing that's back, and I'm sure it wasn't probably in the tutorial level, mm-hmm. unless I'm mistaken. Maybe it was, but I didn't see any. Uh, but going forward, oh, you know it. Oh yeah, you know that. You know, all the stuff we've done already got me so excited and and feeling like we're home. But you know when I when I take a sip or when I hear you taking a sip, and then I hear over my headset or I do it myself. <laughs> What's that? I, s- I smell something. Mm-hmm. It's got to be around here. And then we go and... Ultra mode. We we try and Skyrim horse up the wall, or you go off to that, I said it last time, that little tiny finger of the map that you can sort of see on the thing. I mean, I think at one point we were off the map this last time mm-hmm. because the hidden secret area wasn't even on the map. So we're going to be jumping in so many pits, oh, yeah. falling onto so many spikes, doing all the crazy stuff. It's going to be phenomenal. What's over there? I died. Okay. Well, I'm over here on this other thing. Let me try and let me try and jump jump on top of this house. I was jumping on top of houses. I was mm-hmm. doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It's back. It's here. I'm god, I'm even more happy. I can't believe mm-hmm. it. I read it and I was happy and I went, I can't read anymore because I'll get too I'll get too excited here at work. Oh my and, god. And since the game's fresh, you know, and you got Randy throwing out them skeleton keys. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm claiming them now. It's like the old days. I'm claiming oh, my yeah. skeleton keys and I actually gonna use them <laughs> if when we finally reach Bright Hoof or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> but until then, I just said, Oh man, I wanna I wanna use a skeleton key and see what I roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that's coming back. It's feeling great. And of course we haven't even got to touch the overworld yet. And we were so stoked 
to get there. I wanted to get on there and play around and find random encounters and the little side areas to do the little mini dungeons or whatever you want to call them. I mean, we did find the one little secret right outside of there where mm-hmm. there's the die with the stuff locked off. But yeah, I'm so excited for the overworld because that's right where it crashed for us. So I haven't even gotten to see your big derpy head. I saw mm-hmm. my guy's derpy head. And at one point where we were trying to connect, he kind of like tilted his head up and I saw his little mouth popping and he said some funny line. And I went, I can't wait for both of our characters to be running around looking like these goofy little Funko Pop people. Yeah. Oh, it was, it's going to be so good. I wish we could have done it over the weekend, but I'm excited to do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Indeed, I am excited to do that. And of course, I, real briefly, since we're running on the end of the show, I went with uh, the Stabomancer. And mm-hmm. I was skeptical, but I'm trying to make a Phoebe, you know, that's a Phoebe character. So I had to, but I was so happy because when I threw out that old blade, like I already told you, uh, it was beautiful. It was way bigger than I thought. It was actually hitting baddies, doing what it needed to do. And it just, I can't explain how may, it just made me happy because I went... I'm going to regret this. I'm going to be upset about this. I'm going to have to rely on my secondary character to do all the cool stuff. And I went, nope, this is actually pretty bad, man. Pajama. Dang. Yes. Thank goodness. And I can't wait for my Spore Warden. And I'm assuming, I've said this before, I'm assuming it comes at level five, but I don't have my Spore to Warden just yet. And I've already put stuff into skills that will make him better when he does show up. I can't wait for my little mushroom dude. The next thing is I'm going to unlock the skill where he, you know, puts down a poison fog and draws aggro. In like one or two more levels, when I get him, he'll already be doing all the work for us. It's mm-hmm. going to be incredible. I can't wait. I can't wait either. It's. I just wish we could have played more. I'm so sad that Shift had the problems. But on the other end of it, it's also nice to hear because that means a ton of people were playing and everybody was rocking it out and having a good time. So it's a mixed bag. But I was really hoping to get a little more so we can talk about more. But, hey, that's just the way it is. And we we told you already that we're only playing this together. We're doing it the right way. We're having a good time. And that's what we're going to do, damn it. So what about you out there in podcast listener land? Are you having a good time? Are you playing it solo? Are you playing it with friends? Let us know via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme. And find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Ooh, you know it. You can find us on that uh, Facebook. You can go into the meta world or whatever they call it these days. You'll find us living in our lives in the metaverse. No, you oh, won't. Man. No, okay. Oh, no, no I set it up. Stop. Stop. We've got this 3D world. You know, you've got to be in the real life no more. Come on over to Third Shift's metaverse. You know what I'm saying? God bless America. I was just listening to a <laughs> podcast like a week ago with two ex, you know, former wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, we, we set up our own metaverse world. You can see us in there. We're pro wrestlers in the metaverse. That doesn't mean anything. That's not <laughs> what, what are you talking about? No, this is not a thing. I am not doing it. If we, if we do it, we're going to be superheroes. I'm not going to be a man running an inserter and only having like one fun time a week. No, in the metaverse. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. We'll work on it. We'll work on what we do in the metaverse. But until then, hey, you can check us out on Facebook or you can go over to Patreon and throw us a buck, two bucks, three bucks, any kind of bucks. We treat it like a little old tip jar, like what we're doing. Consider throwing some cash in there, keeping the lights on, keeping the old pod beans happy, keeping all the other goons that want everything from us happy. We super duper appreciate it. But if you can't, Hey, like our pal and buddy Steve, you know what? He supports us in every way humanly possible. 
Mm-hmm. Man, he's out there throwing mailbag questions. He's out there giving advice, giving giving feedback, doing all sorts of cool stuff. Thank you, and you can do it too. That doesn't cost you a dime. It costs you a little bit of your time, but I can guarantee you you're probably at work picking your nose, doing nothing all the time. Well, throw us a question. Throw us a little bit of feedback. Do a little of this, a little of that. Brightens our day, makes us feel fantastic. So that's how you can support us without just giving money, which is also very helpful. Consider it. And also consider listening to the very next episode, which will be dropping on the 7th of April, which will be a quarter-end special. I mean, we might, by that time, be able to do a show together. Probably not. You're on one schedule. I'm on a completely different one. Even if we are kind of working back towards normality or normalcy, Mm -hmm. it's still not going to work. So it might be a piecemeal episode, but I'll put something together for you out there. And you can find that episode whatever form it takes on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Poppy, and on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a reading, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. Because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Ooh, you know we do. Just like those five-star reviews on the iTunes and those five-star Spotify. Have I looked at it yet? No, I have not. <laughs> Do I even remember how to get on there? I probably don't, but I should. And iTunes, I don't know. That's Matt. You know, he's the Apple guy. Has Matt, has Matt looked? I don't know. I haven't lately, but the last time I looked, there was nothing new. Okay, I'm going to look well, tonight after the show, and then, hey, maybe then maybe I'll read time. that. That'll You'll save my bacon. Put in a five-star rating on Apple. Then I won't have to even think about a topic to talk save about Matt. on the piecemeal episode. Save me again. Steve, save put through Matt's another life. thing. Let's put through more mailbag questions, Steve. <laughs> save my life again like you did before. Let Eric flail in the winds, but save my life. I appreciate it. Exactly. But until... Next time, there's nothing else to say or sing, but don't, don't forget, forget to say. Shut up and sit down. <laughs>